1: There once was a man named Gold Roger, who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said.
0: Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko Table.
1: Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko Table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yo yo ya-yo everyone, that is the voice of your young co-host, Dr. Jay Saturney, and we are back yet again for some Last of Us greatness. We are on Last of Us episode 4 of the hit new HBO adaptation of the hit video game series. Um, This one was on the shorter end compared to the previous episodes. It was only 45 minutes long. Uh, Most episodes of The Last of Us have either been around the... 55 to hour and 10 minute mark we these episodes have been beefy and I think this has been the shortest so far and I think it is the shortest out of all the episodes like period even of whatever we get later on I think it is listed as the shortest episode um so we're gonna deep dive this bad boy it looks like they added some expansive material to the group that uh Joel and Ellie encounter on their way to Wyoming I have some thoughts on the expansion, whether or not it's necessary, but we'll we'll deep dive that in a minute. With me, as always, is fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop. Grandmaster, are you a Chef Boyardee stan? Did you like their ravioli, ravioli, give me the formuoli?
0: How, how do you say that name? What's that name? What's your name? How do you say the chef's name?
1: Chef Boyardee?
0: Chef Boyardee?
1: Yeah, how do you say it?
0: Chef Boyardee, I couldn't tell what you were saying.
1: Uh, Sure.
0: The point is, it's there for a reason. I think you know why. Why? Oh, I don't know. Oh,
1: never mind. (laughs) But we are not alone in this endeavor as well. We have Supernovas here to deep dive episode four of The Last of Us today.
2: Viene, viene, page and Dr.
1: Mondo. And let's get into it. So, uh... Again, shortest episode. So I feel like, you know, we'll probably breeze through this relatively quickly. Um, uh, Seems, at first, seems to be like a Joel and Ellie centered episode, kind of like, you know, uh, tagging along with them on their journey uh, as they go to Wyoming. Um, But then there's a portion of the episode that focuses in on the group that they encounter um, that causes them to get sidetracked or get a detour. and uh I guess their involvement overall, I, I guess for the episode in general, I, I think this is probably the weakest episode out of what we have so far. And I say weakest because I liked the Joel and Ellie moments. I liked it when they're trading, you know, jokes and... Um, you know, she's, she's giving, uh, Joel a bunch of puns. I like the, the, the diarrhea one. Uh, it runs in your genes or something. It's hereditary. I thought that was kind of funny, but, um, uh, but yeah, this whole thing with the expansive material with the, the group that they encounter it, I honestly didn't like it. I, I thought it was just unneeded. You didn't need to humanize the bandits that they bumped into. What did you guys think overall? Did you did you like this episode in general? Uh, did you like how they're expanding this material in the game? Uh, or, you know, if you haven't played the game, you know, did you even like this story in general? What did you guys think overall?
2: So uh, I agree with you in that this, yes, this out of the four episodes, this is the weakest. Uh, I do agree with you on that. Uh, Sure, like I, I liked a little. Like I liked what they did with the group, like the trying to humanize them a bit. Like again, we're in a post-apocalyptic world where really everyone's just trying to survive to a certain degree. Granted, there's also it seems like some degree of like like a personal grudge going on there, and like a huge misunderstanding that it's basically going on because it's like. They were just thinking, oh, this guy is affiliated to Henry. That's why they stopped him, possibly. And, like, it all went to shit. And now it's like you got this big misunderstanding. But at the same time, it could have been that they were just, you know, looters at the same. Like, I don't know. It was, uh, I was fine with it. Didn't adore it. Didn't dislike it. Uh, but yeah, the best moments of the episode were the Joel Ellie-centered moments. By far. Those are the best parts of the episode. Right. Like, the the little jokes or even just kind of Joel being a little bit more open and actually worrying about Ellie for the first time.
1: Yes. yes. Which
2: was, you see the human side of Joel. And that was really, really good. And you also see... Like, kind of like the the little girl side of Ellie, you know, in in a, in a way, because Ellie's always like the pomp, the pomp is oh like fuck you fuck that and all that. But yeah, yeah. Behind all that, behind all that rebelliousness, there you know, there's a, a like a normal teenage girl there. I'm still a kid. She's still a kid, and it's like we saw that in this episode,
1: right. Uh grandmaster did were you going to say something or are you got to stuff your
0: face I don't like how y'all lead with calling this the weakest episode I don't think that's it's because it is No but like it, don't get like we... It's
1: not saying that it's bad it's exactly. not a bad episode I, I hear
0: you it's... but what you feel... well I think when you when you lead one don't I think when you lead in saying it's the weakest it sounds bad first of all uh Yeah, it's a negative negative word, so it is. What I look at this as is just a transition episode. This is a very set-up episode. This episode definitely sets up, you know, what's going on, (laughs) what they need to do, and the whole shebang. Uh, So that's how I view this episode. Uh, Give me one second. (laughs)
1: Yes, putting your thoughts together. Listen, I saying it's the weakest, I mean, I guess it's a negative to say that, but that doesn't mean it was bad. I just, I, yeah, I think like, compared to the previous episodes, you had more tightly, tightly written stories, whether it was expansive material or not. This one, I didn't, like, when they started showing, like, you know, Kathleen and the whole mystery of, like, Henry and she's, putting a gun to the doctor's head and all that i i'll be honest i really didn't care i was oh. i was just kind of like what is and, this and then i started thinking are these supposed to be the bandits that joel and ellie encountered that stopped their progress and then once i pieced that together i was like wow so they're trying to humanize the characters that you know, stop them in the game, which, I mean, if you haven't played the game, you wouldn't know, but seeing it from that lens, I'm like, I don't know if I really care about this expansive material. To to me, this doesn't, you know what it does to, for me? It doesn't really expand on what was needed. It just kind of takes it in a different direction. And I'm just kind of indifferent to it. It's like, it's not so, bad. It's so just... Wh- it, I- I'm, I'm just, I'm just, it's there.
0: It's there. It may not be bad, but it just sounds bad when you leave with weakness. I just, as a non-gamer, yes. as a non-gamer, and again, for a story like this, and especially especially for the fact that it comes from a game, you have to just look at it as a whole, I feel. And this was just a transition episode. We get more time with Joel and Ellie, which again, clear highlight of the episode. And then everything else is a question mark because you don't know the situation in kansas city you don't know what's going on with this girl kathleen uh and then obviously with the ending uh you don't know what's going on there y'all probably have a better idea because i know i think these two characters that show up at the end are part of the game but for me as a non-gamer i'm sure many fans you know i'm okay with everything that happened in this episode uh Episode three, obviously, is a very high point, I'm sure, and it probably will be, because it's not it's not an episode that progresses the story linearly. It just really gives you a contextual episode that builds upon the character of Bill and Frank. So I understand. I, I, I know why you're calling it the weakest episode. Let me you ask get- you
1: this. Let me ask you this. How would you rank the episodes so far?
0: I again I'm not I haven't even ranked any of them to be I, honest. Like that. I'll help you out. You likely have number three at the top. Sure, but that's the thing. I don't like getting into this comparison thing. I just am Compare here for the Compare the whole... previous
1: episodes to episode I'm... three? Listen or episode four.
0: My my individual experience with each episode is gonna differ. And yes, episode three, my experience is probably emotionally probably the highest with that one however this is one continuous story whether an episode decides to give you context as in episode three did or it is progressing linearly which is what this did i'm not sitting here trying to be like you know this episode uh was the weakest this one was the strongest no it's still just one linear story and as a non-gamer I recognize that this was just a transition episode. It's setting up where we are. It's setting up the conflict at hand. It's giving us some character interactions and what will eventually be some giant conversion of this new these. I don't don't even know what to call them. People, as Joel says, we're going to converge with that group. Joel and now this new group who's got him at gunpoint by the end. That's how I look at a story like this.
2: So I like I'm gonna both agree and disagree with Grandmaster Hoop here. So I agree, I can agree that this is a transition episode. You know, that maybe like further down the line, we're gonna say, like, wow, you know, like this episode was actually important because it built up it built up the story to this, this, this length. That's fine. Like, and again, I have no like Huge gripes with this episode. I like the episode, but I I do disagree that you're saying like it's it's bad for you to uh, like rank the episodes and see the comparisons. Like I'm not I'm not looking for comparisons, but it's you're gonna like you're going to make comparisons in every like in every series, including this one, and especially after such a great episode that was the last the last last week's episode. It's kind of it's impossible to not compare them. granted I'm not looking to do that I'm not lo- like seeing this episode saying I am going to compare this episode but you know you do it's as simple as that and that happens with every series and if we're gonna like after seeing this episode comparing to how I felt with previous the previous three episodes I do agree that it is the weakest of the four now when I say weakest I don't say bad. Because, again, let's say the others were 10s and 9s. This is maybe an 8. Like, an 8 is still really good.
0: Again, all this is fine. But for me, when you have a serial show that works in serialization versus a show that is episodic, episodic shows are very easy to rank. You can compare and make comparisons. I guess when you throw in the word weakest, though, it is becoming a rank. But with a serialized show, I try not to rank episodes simply because it's going, you know, I rather rank the seasons versus the episodes themselves because I know this is a transition episode. Transition episodes are not going to hit as hard in comparison to episodes like last week. And that is why I just watch it. I'm just like, it's a transition. I know I'm going to be fed something later on. Still enjoyed it, but I'm not, I don't want to sit here and just do a ranking game because it's unfair. You, Someone's got to bite, someone's got to, uh, whatever this saying is, someone's got to be the transition or the setup for the punchline. (laughs) Haha, punchline. This episode had some punchlines. There's always going to be an episode that's going to have to be the setup. And, you know, I think it's it's almost unfair because, you know, in a perfect world, you don't need setup. But. I
1: I think the biggest problem with this episode is that with the episode so far, you didn't necessarily need to, I guess, have like a part one or part two setup yet. Not saying that's a bad thing to have, but like take for example episode one, um, it had its, I guess, plot with you know the flashback to. Um uh, you know, I guess not flashback, but origin story with Joel and uh his daughter and how you know that ended up and how the outbreak started. And then you have episode two where it focuses on Tess and Tess's death and everything. Um episode three, Bill and Frank. That was the entire episode. With this one, I guess the it's kind of like almost a knee-jerk reaction because because it's like you're not used to set up where an episode is just exclusively used to set up the the next arc, I guess. If that makes sense for, for the season. This is something that's setting up the next arc, which I imagine is probably only, only going to be two episodes. Um, and uh, it's just... Um, one thing I didn't like... Is and I kind of excused last week's episode from doing it because I thought the entire story of Bill and Frank kind of was the substitute for it. There was no, um, like flashback, there was no, uh, this like was the little... first
2: episode that didn't have a flashback,
1: right? Yeah, there was no, so like episode one had the interview, episode two had the Indonesian um, uh, scientist, and then the third episode it didn't have that, but it had like the Bill and Frank stuff, which kind of you know, it, it it went back to Bill and Frank, and you know that whole roundup of the town from Fedra and how they executed those people, and then it showed you the the gradual decline afterwards from from that with Bill. So for that one, I excused it because it was like, oh, it's not the same thing, but it's something different. Episode four, it looks like from here they're just pretty much dropping that idea. I guess we'll really know with episode five and maybe six to really, you know, home in on if that's a thing, but. Yeah, i i i kind i kind of thought those moments made the episode stand out a little bit more. Um, I'm okay so...
0: with no flashbacks here simply because it subverts expectations. If because now you had an expectation of a flashback, and I was like, okay, there's no flashback. Oh, more Joel and Ellie. I'll take it because every episode that has featured a flashback, you know, it takes away from them. And to be honest, we haven't seen kind of much of them this episode really honed in on them so i was okay with no flashback because now it makes me think you know well who knows what they'll do maybe they'll do a flashback maybe they'll do let's hop in and check in on tommy
2: yeah it's, I, it, it, it
0: switches things up which
2: I, I wasn't like affected that there wasn't a flashback uh was i surprised yeah a little bit not affected so, but it's cool that, you know, it's not going to become like a recurrent, like they're they not going to have like recurrent themes throughout every friggin, uh, every episode. It's, so they kind of keep you on your toes on to what you want to, ex- what you're going to expect or not, which I'm totally fine with that. Uh, right. Granted, the thing is that the, fl- the flashbacks in the previous three episodes were really good. So they it was were, like, yeah. oh, they always they kind of they always set the tone for the episode. So, this right. episode we didn't know what to expect in that sense because right. there wasn't any flashbacks to set the tone.
1: Um, before I forget cuz I know I'm going to forget. Um, I thought this was really cool. Um, the uh, I don't know what his name is, but like the 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 leader the, the head the the right-wing man of Kathleen. Perry. The guy with the beard, Perry, Perry. That's the guy that does Tommy from the video games. Oh, really? Yes, he does Tommy. And you hear it in his voice, too. Like, if you listen real closely, like, he has the same, like, deep tone and country accent as Tommy. Uh, I thought that was cool. That Um, is
0: cool. Um, Oh, gosh. I don't know if you want to talk about it more, but I know other cast members are going to appear from the game. In right. The show.
1: So we, we talked about it in episode one. Um, the actress that plays Marlene in the live action is the same. Is the same from the video game. Um, but with Perry, they, they did the whole switcheroo. Now it's instead of the, the guy who played Tommy in the game is playing this new character that we've never it's it's a new character for the show, uh Perry. And um that's interesting because it makes me wonder okay, so who else are they bringing back? I haven't looked up any of the other actors or actresses that may be returning, nor nor do I want to. I kind of want to be surprised a little bit because I, I wasn't expecting that with uh, Perry. I'm like, oh, wow, that's that's Tommy. I, I I would think they would bring him back to play Tommy, but sure, they, the guy they got to play Tommy in the live action right now, he's doing a great job from what we've seen him as Tommy. But him, uh, the guy as Perry now, I... I think that's pretty cool. I I wonder what they're going to do with the character because it'd be weird if you bring someone like that from the original cast and not do something significant with them in the adaptation. So I I think Perry's going to be significant in some way. What way, I don't know. But
0: would you like to know another who's going to show? But again, I I don't know who they're going to play or anything, whether or not it's an in game character. Or a, or a new character.
1: Are you just going to name one?
0: I mean, it's pretty obvious. I feel it's obvious who they're bringing. Troy Baker? Yes, Troy Baker. Oh, is I did
1: up. not know that. Uh, yes. Um, but but you yes. don't know what they're coming back as?
0: No, I don't know anything about that.
1: Oh, okay. Well, and I mean, even if I saw a name, Joel.
0: <laughs> even if I saw a name, I wouldn't know if it's, again, an in-game character or made for TV. But I saw, I did read Troy Baker has a role, which is cool because, again, it's like, Hey, we don't want you for you know Joel because we're going in this direction, but we value you. Come be part of it. Right,
1: right. I think that's cool. Um, I I, I don't know of any characters that Joel could play from this point of the story onward. I'm sorry, uh, Troy Baker, uh, to play from this moment onward. So I guess I guess that'll be something interesting to see. What 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 do they have for him uh when the time comes. Uh, so I'll definitely keep my eyes open for him. But um yeah, the uh I guess just going back to the episode, the Joel and Ellie moments were supreme. Uh that moment where they get basically um, you know, uh steamrolled into the building from the from the bandits. I I, I guess they're not bandits. They're they're the resistance of the Fedra group, which I like that idea a little bit. Um but that whole sequence where like Joel is kind of uh telling Ellie to leave. And, um, you know, the whole thing with the gun and what Ellie like paralyzes the guy unintentionally, but <laughs> he's like, well, I
0: can't feel my legs. There's some buildup there. Cause you know, Ellie in the beginning was playing with the gun. You right. Know, that was the gun the that mirror.
1: she had from, uh, the previous episode.
0: Right. And she's looking in the mirror, like bang, bang, you know? And it's kind of like, there's innocence there, you know?
1: She does not understand the danger of a right. weapon.
0: Right. And then, you know, throughout the earlier parts of the episode, it's like, you know, Joel's like, uh, or she's like, why are we pulling off to the road? Are, are you worried about infected? And she's, he's like, no, I'm worried about people. You know? And she's like, why? What are people going to do? Rob us? And he's like, you know, no. They're going to do a lot worse than rob us, you know? And I think he meant worse things than killing to be honest uh like inhumane acts uh and whatnot and so you see this innocence of Ellie and then you know the joke book she's got the joke book she's fi- she found the porn mag uh you know and then that scene where the moment comes for her to lose her innocence uh I mean even too again like the guy help me help me and she, are you gonna Ryan. help me
1: Oh, like, you... Oh, 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 you mean the when they were driving? When they were yeah, driving. in
0: the truck, and she like you know she's ready to help him. He looks in pain, and then it's like, this is not how this world works. <laughs> Joel you says, know? "Strap in." Right, and then literally she's called to the forefront to put that innocence away, because if you don't step up right now, Joel is dead. You know, and I thought build up that that was done really well because she oh god i thought she was gonna accidentally shoot joel which i mean of course oh my god
1: if she missed that shot
0: (laughs) i was really worried and and, you know ideally you probably should have gone for the head but that was probably a really bad angle but um you know she hit the spine that's I don't think that was intentional to hit his spine.
1: Oh no, she just shot the back.
0: She didn't... Exactly. Exactly. So I'm just going to shoot somewhere in the center and <laughs> She's like I just got it. She's like I just got to hit him, right? And Joel Joel's free. If I hit him, Joel's free. Um and then I think Joel's reaction is perfect too, you know, cuz she's like shaking. Like it it hits her that she just par- yeah, she just paralyzed that guy, but in the back of her mind she's trying to hold on yes i i saved joel but then mm-hmm. at the same time her face just says oh damn i hurt this person this is what it takes to live in this world you and you know and joel notices that and he's like go back in the hall
1: get back over there i i think a part of her because i mean at that point the guy was begging he was saying uh, i'm sorry my name's brian what's your name uh we'll let you through Like the man is just like basically groveling at that point. And I think a part of Ellie what like kind of wanted to listen to like kind of accept that and be like, okay, no, I he learned his lesson. I mean, he lost his legs, but he learned his lesson. We we don't have to take it any farther than this. But I think she slowly started to realize what put him in that situation, which was everything that led up. I mean, they were shooting at them and she and that guy was about to kill Joel and i think the final like i guess push that she needed was for Joel to tell her get back in the hole and she took that as an opportunity to escape that situation she's like all right no i'll, I'll let Joel take care of it i'm 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 out i'm i'm yep. going
0: let me ask real quick is that is that from the game is that like directly from the game is there a scene like that
1: i don't think this moment happens at this time in the game, I think there's a sequence much later. And again, I'm I'm I may be mixing up when certain things happen, but I remember something similar happening where it's like Joel, I, I think he's getting like drowned like in, in like a pool of water, and Ellie has to come in and like basically stab or shoot the person on top of uh, on top of him. Um, I think that's supposed to be this moment, but I don't remember it happening this early uh where Ellie did that. Um, but Ellie didn't even like paralyze the person in the game, whoever it was that she had to, um, harm to get them to let go of Joel. I think she just outright killed them in the game. And this one, it was just this, uh, you know, the spine.
0: I think it just adds. Yeah. As you said, the moment he starts begging, it kind of takes everybody out of this fight for survival and it brings back the humanity of it all like you know at the end of the day this is just a person who was trying to survive not necessarily attacking them antagonistically but like you know they didn't know who they were they didn't know if they were coming to get the resources and now he's out here begging for his life saying i have a mom i have a mom she'll trade with you you know you
1: you can bother with her she'll give you discounts and then he starts screaming for his mom when ellie's oh back at the god, hole. god. Yeah. yeah yeah that was rough that was rough
0: i think it was, that was a really good I, that was a no, really no, like that I, seemed, I, I like
1: those moments don't get me wrong I like those were probably the strongest really good parts of the episode um because again it, it's just it's showing more of the the relationship between joel and ellie and you know you you kind of saw moments of that with joel like even before that where you know he kind of wants to shield her away from certain things like certain scenes the porno mag the, or, or little things like the porno mag she's like oh put that away put that away what are you doing and she's like why are the pages stuck together uh that was from the game i do remember that line that oh, that's, was from the that's game. in the game <laughs> that's in the game yeah literally like shot for shot the same exact scene and the same dialogue um so that was funny that was funny um uh but yeah no you have that And I guess, let me ask you this, because this is around the time where, you know, you get these moments with Ellie and Joel. And they're really good moments, like, you know, with the the, the whole gun scene and the whole thing with the forest. And, you know, she's asking about, you know, what kind of people are out there. Once the episode transitions into the Kathleen bit with, you know, like, basically the QZ zone was overthrown by a resistance. So now it's the resistance that overtook the QZ. Um, what did you guys think overall about this segment of the story where, like, I was liking the Joel and Ellie moments a lot. And whenever it shifted to this, I, I kind of felt like it was a little bit of a pace breaker. Cause it's kind of you piecing together, like, okay, what's going on? Is this the same group? Uh, what's this story about the doctor? And, uh, I, I delivered you don't, you don't have what it takes to kill me. And I mean, what did you think overall about this specific sequence, like with Kathleen and, and the resistance?
0: Well, for me, I'm, you know, again, non-gamer. So, you know, I don't have the expectation of, uh, you know, if they're adapting the character or if they're adapting a story. For me, they just got to deliver. Um, the performance has to deliver. Uh, And I have to be invested in, you know, whatever the mystery is at hand. Uh, I can't say I was definitely as engaged in this moment. Um, Maybe it's because how shrill of a voice Kathleen has. Maybe that's oh, unfair.
1: It's like um kind of like elementary school teacher-ish. I don't
0: I, I don't even know how to describe it. But, I, she, uh, I know
1: what you're talking about. She has this voice where I'm like, I don't know if I can take her seriously. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, she's not she's not
2: threatening.
1: Like, this is the yeah. woman that like over like she's the leader that overthrew a Fedra QZ. And that's big. They're a militarized group, and it's like I'm not believing it in a way. And I I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm I'm just not feeling it with this person that actually did that. Um Right.
0: So yeah, I, I wasn't right off rip uh like invested or like sold by whatever she's got going on. So I was like, let me just let's keep the story going. Maybe uh as time goes on, I'll be more invested into what's going on. Um they I, I just feel they didn't answer a lot of questions uh so i'm over here again more of a big question mark and i'm still waiting to see if our time spent here is going to be worth it um so during those sequences no i was very much all right i want to see what joel and ellie are doing because yes, like, there, there's I, a I lot think, of people here how are they going to get was out very
2: of it was kind of to a certain extent like abrupt, like such a really good moment with joel and ellie then it switches to to uh, like yeah these people and yeah like putting all like all the concerns that you guys are are putting out yeah i really it kind of threw me off and like my interest waned a bit i wasn't so me like like, leaning forward with ellie and joel they came on sitting up straight (laughs) that you one.
0: were relax you
2: relaxed i were chair. I was laxed.
0: <laughs> to be honest yeah same and
2: yeah. again not bad like the scene where she's with the doctor uh like the doctor's like do like I freaking delivered you like I like I held you in my arms and you're pointing a freaking gun at me like what the hell is happening here and like so you just say like this Henry dude did something we don't know what henry did you know henry but henry done fucked up possibly and she's pissed she's super freaking pissed and we know that she's out she's out to get henry and immediately like these three people die and the first thing she thinks oh this is a merc it's henry it must be
1: it must be henry i this is where this episode five really needs to sell me on like what versions of henry and sam this is because i'm thinking like you really think henry's doing all this no and Like... like and then like
2: fast forward a little bit you know they're they're going with like her right hand man right yeah. They see like the room, like this kid's room that obviously this Henry's son, that we learn about later, and
1: is, then is they it go like son or um. I, I was saying his name.
2: Like the the kid's name is Sam. That's all I know. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, and then like they go down to like a basement, and there's like something brewing there in that basement. It's like that oh. was. Craig that and had that.
0: me okay that i was like
1: i think it's breathing yeah like,
0: i was like what's going on here
2: and then, no, and then it's like
0: what do you guy, want us like, to do
2: and no he's like don't tell anyone like, just see no, it's it. like when the fuck are we gonna tell everyone about like this monster that's breathing <laughs> and she's like later later because it's and, and in my we mind gotta find like, sam
1: we got it's like, like, it no, really it's that like we, gotta,
2: we gotta kill henry it's like I'm like, yeah henry henry no, it's like we got. Wait, so wait, you want to kill Henry, a single man, but there's a monster here that, like, him, like, monster breathing is moving the concrete. pavement. Right. It was concrete, right? Like, that was concrete.
0: I'm like, right? like, right? concrete. I, I'm like the priorities. This what is, is this?
1: This is where I'm like episode five needs to justify Kathleen's choices in this ep- in episode four. It's, it's like, I'm just I'm nonsens- just not like, buying
2: this. <laughs> it's nonsensical. It's like again, you're the leader that brought down Fedra. Like you have to be that's a big. big.
1: Guy.
2: You are like you're planning. You know you're a leader, and there's a monster that you know is there, and the monster's not away. It's, it's like. Can't you just plant bombs there and blow it to Kingdom Come while it's freaking sleeping? We can't. Henry's out there. He Henry's like out there. No, no, us. no. We gotta kill Henry.
1: What the hell? <laughs> I I think the reason why we're hyping up Henry. Like Henry and Sam are from the game, uh from from the actual source material. But I I have to believe that this is a new version of Henry and Sam that they're adapting for the series. Cause Again, I vaguely remember the Henry and Sam story from the game. I remember it being sad. I remember it being tragic in a way um, with, you know, everything involving them. But I don't remember this with their story, uh, which it may be something new that they're adding. So that's why I'm just like, man, you Kathleen, really? You're really not going to contain uh, this infected threat that just looks like that looks like a that does not look like regular infected. And no. if you watch the preview of the episode, you see a big infected uh that, that shows up. And I'm like, oh wow, I wonder where that came from. I wonder where that came from. Um uh so that'll be cool for next week, you know, a new infected type uh that's from the game. So that's gonna be cool. Uh, but but yeah, it's just moments like that. I'm just like, yeah, like that, I'm not in part the part. Kind of like I
2: actually chuckled at how dumb she sounded. Right, it, it, it's because I just, was like, this it's absurd. It's like, right. wh- like why aren't you telling people? That's why- like you have, you have, you have weapons. You have bombs. You can literally plant a
1: bomb there and blow it up. That's why I have to believe, and I won't know until episode five, Henry has to be like some punisher vigilante for oh, God. the... He has to be. He has to be. Punisher. For Kathleen to... <laughs> that, that's... What else? Kathleen is prioritizing Henry, Henry, Henry. Where is Henry? She kills the doctor that delivered her saying, tell me where Henry is. No, tell and, me where he is. But no, the reason... the. But the reason it's
2: her killing the doctor, the scene, I I, like, I understand what they were going for, because it was like, so she the reason she doesn't kill the doctor out the first time to a certain it's really not like emotional. She actually was thinking logically because the doctor says, I am a doctor. And it's like, she's like, oh, shit, like, I'm going to kill the fucking doctor for this entire, you know whatever uh tribe population that you have here so they go right and that's when they when they call her hey like the three we found these bodies and she sees that all three are dead and she actually in one can the me- can the doctor help this guy out
0: no and, it's too late
2: and say, it's too late and so she immediately gets like, Henry thing the that jumps they think to her Henry. mind you know like Henry and that's when Again, she's, she was already, like, clouded by the by revenge, but still she was thinking somewhat logically. And she said, like, well, what the hell? These guys are dying left and right? The doctor can't say them. Fuck it. And she kills him right there. Because she immediately thinks it's like, oh, it's Henry. So it's like, if he's not going to tell me where Henry is, it's not going to matter. and Like, all these people are going to fucking die, so might as well. She kills the doctor. And it's like, again, she it, you see... And even like back, like now, it makes a little bit more sense, like how stupid she is with the monster. She's like, she's hell bent on revenge.
0: I'm going to say this to my earlier point, talking about how this is a transition slash setup episode. This episode, I will be with y'all calling it the weakest if the next episode doesn't answer for everything that has happened here. You know, if you're going to have a setup, your delivery better be great. As of right now. We're kind of all over the place with what's going on, whether or not this girl's acting out of logic or emotion. You know, there's c- clearly a looming threat that is probably more pertinent than any one human could be, you know? So it just begs the question, Everything that they have shown us here, I would hope is, you know, uh, what's the word? Uh, I, I don't know, helpful for the next episode, you know, to where it makes sense. Everything, if, if, if the arc closes out, I mean, they've got the director, the director is doing, uh, this episode and episode five, right. I can only imagine, or, you know, sometimes it's just half a story, you know, uh, We didn't get to our kind of climax. We just got to our halfway point. So let's hope this not so great of setup pays off in the end by episode five.
1: I can be hopeful. Uh,
0: Yeah. Light in the darkness.
1: Right. Kingdom Hearts have an
0: ass. That is from the show, not from Kingdom Hearts. (laughs) They got it from Kingdom Hearts. Wow, you are gonna do them like that? Kingdom Hearts was two thousand two. <laughs> if they mention light and darkness, it has to be Kingdom Hearts. Always basically. sure.
1: Um, but uh yeah, I mean we'll likely get some answers next week and we'll see if it justifies um some of the story beats in episode uh four. Um we have Joel and Ellie kind of going to a building and just hiding out until I guess you know the the craze blows over, um, and you get one more moment with Joel and Ellie that I really liked. And again, I, I just wish the episode was more of this, um, as opposed to uh, the I guess the expansive material of oh they're not just yeah they're they're not just bandits <laughs> they you know they're a resistance group that overthrew um, the 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 Fedra QZ, and so but at least we got it at the end where. Uh Joel and Ellie, they're having the the diarrhea pun joke and everything. And then also the the glass, how Ellie tied that back into, you know, the reason why I'm asking, you know, why you're doing that is because it seems to be that you don't have any you know really good hearing on your right side. Is that because you were shot there? And then you just get this nice moment. You get this nice moment where Joel is opening up
2: to no and like for the first time to a certain extent, because Ellie's been A pretty open book with Joel. Yes, very. And it's nice how it reverses because he actually, for the first time, is curious about Ellie. Right. Right. For the first time, he and and then he asks her about that thing that you said it wasn't your first time. Mm. Like, and he asks. And Ellie says, "I don't want to talk about it." It's like the first time one that Joel shows interest.
0: Can, can I pause you real quick? I'm, I'm gonna let you finish. But speaking on this scene too, it's even beautiful. Uh, maybe not beautiful, but remember, so they're both in. They're in the bed. They're about to fall asleep. Right. We, there's a nice parallel in the beginning of the episode where Ellie rolls Ranging over away? to ask. Uh-oh. Well, she rolls over to ask Joel. Um, you know uh, uh, the the joke, you know. Yeah, and it shows that yeah she's caring about Joel and trying to get to know him and you know be more than cargo, right? Exactly.
2: You're but not to family. what
0: you're now Car- saying. And you can take it from here. No, so like,
2: and even like piggybacking off of that, like you we start the episode him saying to Ellie, "You are cargo." It's like he doesn't see her as a human being. He doesn't see her as a kid. It's like he sees her as cargo. And the reason I am going through all this trouble is because I made a promise to Tess, the woman I'm with that died. Right. The the one I was with and died. It's like, you are nothing to me. That's basically what he was saying. I am not interested in getting to know you. You're, you're, you're worthless to me as a human being. Now, when we... And you see the progression of the episode when, you know, the the scene uh, where Ellie shoots the the guy in the back and he kind of, like, shields her away, tells her, like, I'm going to take care of this. And even after that, he's like, you know, how are you feeling? We see for the first time a glimpse of, like, Almost like a the fatherly side of Joel. You don't talk to Cargo like that. You don't talk to Cargo like that, and it's like it's very like awkward for him. But it's like he's he's being a dad there and there. He's being a dad. Like he's being a good human being, like a human being saying like, Mm -hmm. "Yo, like this hard," and then he says like, "You're a kid. You shouldn't have to deal with this." And he even goes. to say i apologize for putting you in that situation like joel goes all the way to say like it's my fault it's not yours like you should not feel bad he said he should have
0: seen that guy it's like
2: i should have seen that guy you should have never had to do that for me so and it's like it's like he starts seeing like wow this is not like she's a kid and like this is hard for him and for her as well you know, like, right. he start, like, he starts, like, seeing her in, like, a different little light. And I, like, I, when, and there, there's more to her. Like, hell, when she says, oh, yeah, this is not my first rodeo doing that. And then she sa- she actually says, like, oh, yeah, like, Fedra's cool. Okay. So now, like, he starts, like, getting interested. Like, okay, like, what's up here? And you see as Joel, like, becomes, like, m- is more... I don't know, like more empathetic, more human the entire time. He's cracking jokes too, even like really snarky jokes. Oh, yeah, like it's like I'm a freaking fifty six year old. Like I was like, "Fuck you, <laughs> we ain't walking up break. all these <laughs>
0: stairs." <laughs> it, 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 it though it was in that moment when she, when she, you know, after she shot the guy, I think Joe it clicks. It clicked. It's like she's a kid. It clicks.
1: Yeah. Oh no, no, nope. oh. no! Come on! Nope. Oh no! If there was a clicker in the episode, maybe <laughs> that was two episodes ago. It doesn't work. Oh
0: man, I thought that was good. I thought that was good.
1: But that was
2: like a turning point.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a
2: it's a turning point. Like he actually, oh shit! Like she's actually a kid, and she just shot this guy in the back. And holy shit! It's the loss of innocence. Of okay. as you've been saying. Throughout, like the entire the entirety of the episode, in a way, it is Ellie's loss of innocence. Really not, but it's you know in his eyes, it is.
0: He's trying to maintain it the whole time, and then, as you said too, there are sprinkles throughout of him acting like a fatherly figure. You know, tells her about Chef Boyardee, um, teaches her how to read a map. Yeah, uh, you know, and there there are often moments where Joel has to remember that this day a lot of this is just new to her yeah uh these are her first experiences she's like holy shit man i just rode in a car two days ago i don't know how this works I, yeah i, <laughs> I get it idea. you know I, I don't even know what the context of what she said that was for but i'm like oh no it was like i get it yeah like it was like when reading the map to f- try to
2: figure out like which way which way they were going to get out of the freaking city and she was like what right the fuck, bro like you gave me this map i i didn't know this existed <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know that there was a world outside
0: boston <laughs>
2: it's like, yeah so it's it's very it's nice how there's a change in the in the relationship and the tone and everything between joel and ellie the like after that battles that like fight scene and at the end of the episode like really we see the the culmination that where joel like Ellie does this stupid joke. Like, uh, I thought like, it was hilarious. That was a good joke. Yeah, I know. That like, was it was no, It was, it was really, it was actually pretty good. But like, I mean, like these, like these really cheesy jokes from like from a book that she's been doing throughout this entire time. And Joel is like, shut the fuck up, go to sleep the entire time. And here he finally cracks a laugh. He finally starts laughing. He just lets go and he's just like. He's he's relaxed. He says peace. He's he's let his guard down. Right. He's starting to open up. He's starting to open up. It's like, well, this is a kid. What the hell? And I, and Ellie was totally right. Like your ear your right ear is fucked up and he didn't hear and he didn't hear the guard he in. did not hear. Well, our
0: interestingly boys. enough, his right ear was up. Uh, when uh he was on his side when the ending of no, the No, again, yeah. which makes
2: sense because like his right ear is his bad ear. Right. Oh,
0: his right ear is the
2: bad ear. Yeah, Got it. Okay, so yes. that's so why he's like laying at the on beginning, that side. When he and... says that he's turning to the like to the side of the glass so that his left ear right. is Absolutely. the one that's up. Yes, yes. But when we splash we go forward in the scene, that is like Joe, 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 his right ear is up.
1: Mm. Oh my God. The fact that she had to yell it for him to yes. wake up. That's another exactly.
2: one. He had to, she had to yell like, Joe, nice. Joe, Joe, like, like, wake the fuck up. There's
1: someone here.
0: It's God like, damn it. Put glass all over. I, I don't know. Or may, I, <laughs>
1: or have Ellie sleep on that side. <laughs> I don't know. So Let yeah, her like, wake it, up. Oh, Joe, someone's here. Wake up. And then, and then, so no, like Ellie
2: up. is the one that wakes him up because he had his right ear up and he didn't hear shit.
0: But right. see, uh, talking about Ellie being the one sleeping on that side, that's that protective nature.
1: Right. She shouldn't be the one to be the first responder to someone opening that door and right. whoever it exactly. is.
0: Exactly. Um, Ooh, good. I like attention to detail. There's
1: layers, you could say. Like there sure armor.
0: are. Like a like. Or how about um, like a cake? Cakes how about have there are there are uh, caps to this shit like a like a mushroom or a fungus
1: i like no
0: fungus the whole
1: yes i get it caps with mushroom no it doesn't it doesn't all right all right it's
0: okay just thought i'd try another one
1: i eat for effort but you know thanks Um but yeah, you know, you close out the episode with this, you get two strangers uh coming in. I think it's kind of obvious who the strangers are. Um I have or, a question. Yes.
0: Are they black in the video game? Yes. Okay, just wanted to know.
1: They are. Who who are you who, who do you mean by they?
0: Sam and uh Yes. Henry. Henry. Sam and Henry. Yeah. Okay. Henry just wanted and Sam. To know. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um and you'll learn about their relationship, I guess, next week. Um, but I'm very interested in this because, you know, their story is very emotionally gripping on the same level. Well, you know what's funny? I This will be interesting uh, because of the characters that I think Joel and Ellie meet on their journey, I remember Bill and I remember Sam and Henry. And from what I remember, Sam and Henry were the emotionally gripping uh, storyline. From the side characters that they encountered, it wasn't Bill. Bill was not a emo- like Bill was just like a, a cool, badass character that is- that was a-, a survivalist. So, for them to change that in the show, where now the emotionally gripping moment is with Bill and Frank, I'm wondering like they have to take it a mile and above for Henry and Sam, or it- maybe they'll keep it the same, just have two gripping moments or gripping stories or whatever what i
0: saw on twitter after the did reaction did you spoil yourself no 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 i didn't spoil okay. just um the reaction to episode 3 people on twitter were like you think this is bad just wait till we get to henry and sam you know
1: henry and sam and, oh god yeah people are and i didn't i henry didn't look
0: henry any further it. into it other don't, than that don't uh um, yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not don't do it i'm an, i'm enjoying what's been given uh so yeah, no, I don't I don't want to know anymore. Granted you just told me everything about number 2 over the weekend. Uh Last of Us Part 2. two. You uh,
1: asked. You literally asked.
0: I did. <laughs> it's okay. But
1: <laughs> um, plus, plus I mean there's I I left out certain details so that you don't know what happens in part 1. So
0: Right. Right. But um. I I'm enjoying this um uh uh yeah i i i uh i have no idea what to expect from their story or whatever the hell's going on the preview definitely with the big one i don't know what you all is there a name for that Bloater.
1: the bloater yes another type they actually
2: made up for like a comment in the second episode that foreshadows the bloater. oh they did They did.
1: Uh, If you remember when Ellie was walking with Tess and Joel, there was a moment where um, I I think it was Ellie that was saying, yeah, I heard rumors that there were like infected that could like that that couldn't see. So they used echolocation or something. And then there was ones that were like really big and buff and they like throw their own like fungi at people to like like explode or do whatever. Um, That's what they do. That's what, well, she was saying, like, I've heard rumors about these things. Right. And so in that same episode, we got introduced to clickers. Right. And then the other type she was describing was a bloater. And in the preview, we see a bloater.
0: Clickers is not the universal term. Infected is the universal term.
1: Infected is the universal term.
0: Clickers is a sub of.
1: Is a sub. If you want to think of it as like. the most gruesome stage of being infected, because infected is just like oh maybe they have like a like a mushroom off their off the side of their head, and, okay. But like they have eyes, nose, mouth, everything. They they look normal. Clickers are so infected that their eyes, they like they're gone. They can't see. So okay. in order to see, they make those sounds. They're. Uh, 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 so that it's echolocation. They're trying to figure out where their prey is.
0: Oh, that's what they're doing. I didn't even know that was echolocation. You didn't know
1: what they were doing.
0: I I thought they could just hear.
1: I mean, it's it's a mix of that. They're they're, they're trying to find out where you are, but it, it's the hearing, the hearing that they can really home in on. Um, you know, you step on some glass, they're gonna hear it, and you're dead. Um, so that's that's a clicker. And then a bloater is like ew. It's just they might as well be a walking mushroom. They might as well be a walking mushroom, which I imagine where you know Kathleen and Perry saw underneath the that building, the 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 sinking concrete a, a bloater is probably going to come out of that. I, I don't know, like it has to. Um, oh,
0: I mean no doubt. I'm just here to right. fucking
1: out. Right. Um, but I'm I'm excited for next week. I want to see how they're gonna tie up everything together. I want to see if the misunderstandings will be resolved, or uh, if we'll get some more backdrop on the the, the story of Henry and Sam, and what additional layers are being added to them because <laughs> for Kathleen to focus on them, they must be badasses. They they must be a uh, Punisher and Daredevil in in this area. But uh any any last thoughts on episode four of The Last of Us, or kind of I guess what you're looking forward to for episode five, this being like a part one.
0: Yeah, I just need part five episode five to deliver. Uh if it not if it does not, I shall join y'all saying this was the weakest entry thus far. Cause so far, continually, I think this show has been delivering. However, if this is like an arc, you know, obviously each arc, you know, some, you know, obviously you might be more invested in, or get more from the experience than others. So I need episode five to deliver and I need Kathleen. Oh God, that name is not even intimidating. I need Kathleen to come I, in. What
1: did you want her? What Karen or something?
0: Oh, I. You, maybe they thought about calling her Karen. Maybe that would have uh,
1: been very funny.
0: Karen led a revolt. Like, oh wow, is that I, you? Can't be in here. We're... <laughs> do you have a wristband? <laughs> do you live here,
1: Fedra? <laughs> What's your apartment number, Fedra?
0: <laughs> but they said that's, they said we can't call her Karen. We'll call her Kathleen. Close enough. Close enough. Yeah, that's that's it for me. Part episode five, deliver please, before these two come back and chew me out.
1: We'll we'll be waiting. We'll be waiting. Um, let's see if they deliver for the emotional bit for episode five. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think that pretty much wraps up our thoughts here on the Yonko table. Um. Definitely a different type of episode this week. I think we all pretty much agree the best moments were just the Joel and Ellie bits. And um, we'll see if the remaining portions of this episode have some payoff in episode 5. I imagine it's going to be action-oriented to some degree. They're encountering a bloater for the first time. And for those that played the games, y'all know bloaters take a bunch of ammo to take out. So it won't be an easy feat. It will not be an easy feat, but we'll see how they handle it with the show. But uh, let us know what you all think in the comments below on what you thought of the episode. Was this your favorite episode so far? What were your favorite moments between Joel and Ellie? Are you here for Kathleen and her revolt of, of Fedra? I-, I I think the idea is cool that, that they revolted against Fedra, but... I'm just not buying Kathleen. I, I just I just don't see it. Maybe give her an eye patch or something to show that she's seen war. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but let us know what you think down in the comments below, wherever you're listening to us on, whether it be Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Spotify, at the Yonko table. If you want to see some of our gaming stuff, check out at Dr. Jason Attorney on Twitch. We're playing Elden Ring. We just beat Millennia. Go check it out. And, yeah, we'll catch you next time, folks, for Friday. By the way, Friday will be Episode 5 of The Last of Us because it's Super Bowl weekend on Sunday. So stay tuned for that. We'll maybe do a pod on Friday. Eh, maybe. We'll, we'll figure it out. Just keep, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Catch you next time, folks. Yonko host, Dr. Jason Turney, fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop, and Supernova Dr. Mondo signing off. Take care.